Welcome to the Darren Woodson Show. show. (laughs) (laughs) Jinx. I knew what you were going to say. Oh, thanks, man. Dr. Hey, you before need to study, hit, you need to study ways to, to bring us in. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna every you single episode, your goal is to bring us in a different way. Yeah, no, exactly. Welcome to the Darren Woodson hey, Show. Today hey, today we have Dr. Remember when he used to say, welcome to the Darren Woodson Show podcast? Or what, what was it? Welcome to the Darren Woodson podcast. No, that wasn't even remotely a <laughs> podcast. Which, by the way, on the calendar invite that you sent is Darren yeah. Woodson podcast, by the yeah. way. Yeah. So, uh, you've rubbed off on me. Hey, no just pause. saying. Just saying. Hey, but you know what? You talk about different uh, intros. Hey, friends. <laughs> <laughs> Name that one. You going the Rogan style? <laughs> Joe Rogan, be a guest on our show. We yeah, need to read, on. man. We need some sponsors so we can start doing some reads. Yeah. yeah. I want to do like I want to do the sexy voice reads. And this but is today's uh, read is from this is Manscaped. Trim your balls. <laughs> Darren Woodson. Sponsored by Gold Bond Ball Powder. Why is it so hot and sweaty in here? Sponsored by Ben Gay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to get into our topic here in a second, but um, on these roundtables, we like to give credit to those that have taken the time to, to write a review, uh, make a comment on social media. Uh, we do appreciate the feedback, and we definitely listen. Uh, we are trying to get the former long snapper uh, of the Cowboys, Darren's boy, um, due, to, yeah, yeah. due to a uh, recommendation from some of the comments. So yeah. appreciate you guys that do. Ben. Where hey, are we at? Before we get into that, should we make the big announcement? What's the announcement? The Bob Darren Wright. Woodson show is in search of a studio. Oh yeah, that's yes. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. So we've, yes. If you don't know, we've been doing these in Darren's house, which is great. It's it's a mu- beautiful, magnificent house in Dallas, Texas. Outside, which of COVID. we started at the Cowboys facility. Yeah, we started COVID at the Cowboys, hit. then COVID hit, so we got kicked out of there. And now we're at Darren's, and his wife is about sick of us being <laughs> yeah, at their house. Like, you could probably hear her in the background. Yeah, or she's she is grinding down there though. You know yeah. what? It's a good energy coming. So from thank down you, there. Tiffany Woodson, for allowing us to crash your home for all these months because. Uh, yeah, it's definitely not ideal. Mm. So we're in search of a studio, a podcast studio, which is pretty cool. And we'll document our search and our, yeah. and, you know, the journey and want to bring you guys behind the scenes, but which is cool. Cause then you get to actually see kind of what we've been doing as our day job, right. Yes. Over the last few years together. So, yeah. Yeah. So very cool. That's exciting. We're, it is. We're man. hoping to be in a, in a place by when? What, August, September, something like that? Uh, yeah, depending on we don't yeah. get shut down again. Depending so, on how well yeah. you can negotiate. Man. Right, yeah. <laughs> well, here's the cool thing, honestly, in all seriousness. The cool thing is is we're going to be able to do a lot more yes. when we have our own space. Yeah. More YouTube videos, more behind the scenes. More it's visitors. Gonna be, more visitors. It's just going to be yes. a lot better product. More, you know what? Content. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So much content that we, we've left out on the table mm-hmm. that, that, uh, that we just need a space Mm-hmm. To to provide so you can get to know us. Yeah, I think that's the the thing. I mean, how? Because let's let's be honest. Let's let's call it like it is. You've been half assing this thing. <laughs> so what? Holy cow! Just what? Tell me how you really feel. My God! I mean, the commitment level out of you. If we were just break it on one to ten. Oh, here we go. I would say you know two to three max. Yeah. All right. So here's like a sneak peek in my mind what this could be like. So imagine, dude, perfect, right? But with like a very frail old man doing tricks <laughs> in his studio, <laughs> juggling. Yeah, we're not there to do some trick shots. Oh man! Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw things at the TV to get it to turn off. <laughs> no, but for real, the the, the saying "Don't half-ass two things, whole ass one thing." Whole ass one we're, thing. We're ready to whole ass this thing. Okay. We're whole and, ass. And get us in a studio yeah, and really, really get some good content. So. Yeah. 
Thank you guys for being patient with our uh, <laughs> with our half efforts here. <laughs> Mainly Darren. It's Darren's show, so it's his yeah, fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But reviews. Again, we love doing reviews. We love you guys' feedback. We love that you take the time uh, because, again, we don't market this other than social media pretty much. So the way right. this thing grows is by you guys sharing, giving us five stars. If you're not going to give us five stars, just go ahead and pass up the opportunity to rate us. <laughs> Rate us anyway. We're trying to get Rate us fu- anyway. we're trying to get all five stars from you. Yeah. We want to earn it. We don't want to just be handed anything. No, right? no, I'm so saying just yeah. be real about it. Just be real. Just be real. So it's here's like football, a- man. I mean, how many times like in a game after a game that the reporters are just gonna be real about how you played, Tyler? Like, you know, reporters you, didn't talk to me, Darren. I know, but just think about it. <laughs> my you wife, got graded, my but, wife was real. Yeah, but you got graded. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. At the end of this, I mean, yeah. that, and that grade came in on Monday, right? Yeah. Yeah. Coaches, yeah. You, you performed on Sunday. Monday, you got graded. So yeah. I think that's, that's, the, that's the difference between people that have been in those situations. Like when you get graded on, on things, you, start, you tend to have thick skin. Yeah. So I don't mind, and my entire life has been – uh, graded on my performance. So if we're if we're not performing, hell, Let us know. I got thick skin. I'm all right. Let us we'll know. Be big boys. Let us know about our performance, but only if it's five stars. <laughs> uh, and, and we're also going against what they always tell you in social media don't read the comments oh, we're, yeah. we're actually reading read, the comments yeah, read absolutely. Live yeah, in front of everybody. Absolutely. so it would be fun if we had a bad review and we just because we're going to read it yeah no not doubt. scared no doubt <laughs> you know you're not <laughs> no you're not first review is coming from 808 rude rude r-u-d-e Man, rude of course it's good woody's involved Dayton. That's the subject. Yeah, that's yeah. my boy. Root. Glad I found this. Loved watching Woody ball out and have enjoyed watching transition his excellence on the football field into the new chapters in his life. Was that good? That's, that's good. good. Did I read yeah, that yeah. right? That's good, yeah. yeah. Love the stories and the chatter between Woody and the other two guys. The two guys. Two bums. Yeah, you two bums. Yeah. Our, our, our names this are Tyler show. and Ben. No, Which shall remain, <laughs> remain nameless. Which do not deserve the respect of being named. <laughs> in terms of future guests, might I suggest some alternative athletes that have excelled in their sports and have wonderful stories. Guys like Kelly Slater, yeah. Tony Hawk, mm. and Mike Stewart. Glad Woody is feeling better. Keep up the great work. Actually, we do have some alternative athletes lined up. That's not true. We will get, <laughs> you know, we, yeah, he's right, I don't though. know why I said that. That's that was right. just, I, I just lied. Yeah. I don't know why. We, <laughs> we, we will get them lined we up. We will get them. Hey, but really, suggested. though, I, I mean, I would think of like guys like Travis Rice, who you arguably is the best snowboarder of all time. Like, oh, that would be sick. How cool would that yeah. be just to kind of hear what the lifestyle is yeah. and, and following winners? And I don't know, man. Like, I wanted to be a pro snowboarder one day. Like, that's when I was yeah. oh, yeah, man. But I you figured love. out that six foot two, 280 pound gorillas <laughs> don't go down yeah. snowboarding. Hey. Drag our knuckles down. We don't spin as easy in the air. <laughs> yeah, your body was not a snowboard. No, no. no, but seriously, that's a great because we understand football, obviously. Yeah. We understand the main sports, but uh-huh. I think it's fascinating. Like Formula One. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if you guys know anything about racing, yes, but we do. that was the only yes. thing on over the weekend. Yeah. I had no idea how much strategy is involved yes. in the Formula mm-hmm. One race. How how intelligent I those went guys to are. the Indianapolis five hundred. Yes. That which was yeah. a, an incredible experience. But you know what? Not even with that, but he mentioned Tony Hawk. Hey. Like Tony, I remember that growing up. My son thought he was going to be the next Tony Hawk. Was on a skateboard Which every son? day. DJ, the nice. one you're around all the time. Yeah. So, I mean, a guy like getting sometimes Tony, like Tony Hawk, Hawk, Hawk just a different yeah. experience. Man. Yeah. Well, we'll and, definitely and reach out to, to 
bring a sport to a whole nother level, right? Like skateboarding, yeah. you know, started, you know, seventies and eighties in, in Southern California, right? Like with the, what's the, what's the movie? Um, something dogs, uh, alpha dog, alpha dog, right? Great movie. No, not alpha dog. Not Underrated no, no, movie. No, 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 not alpha dog. That's not definitely not it. Justin Timberlake. Yeah, that's definitely not it. Okay. That's when they kidnapped the kid. That's, yeah. that's yeah, true. Know, a movie that was in the seventies and eighties. Yeah. Uh, Zephyr, um, road dog. Dude, Dude, come on, man. Stop. You grew up in Abilene. You only watched Texas football You know what? You know who I do want to talk to (laughs) is an endurance, like like an ultra runner. Yeah. Could you imagine running 200 plus miles at one time? I can't even run half a block. I don't know if like outside of like football stuff, like actual just like, hey, I'm going to run to run. I don't know if I've ran 200 miles in my life combined. Combined. Exactly. I've never run more than two miles combined. And but you imagine, know, wait a minute, wait a minute. Imagine the mind, wait a minute. Not combined, not combined. Imagine the mindset though of running 200 I know, but miles. Think about, wait, 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 wait. And this, this isn't flat road. This is in the mountains. I get the, the running part, but we just did what you, you did. Five, I did 500 calories yesterday. On that ain't Echo. 200 miles. No, but still, I mean, that's the 45 mindset, minutes compared I mean, to like, I, it's like I, 195. I understand hours. that, but you still, I think, you know, look. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty close. <laughs> Maybe not. I mean, it's pretty much the same May, thing. I mean, agree 45 to, minutes. Agree to disagree, babe. But I if do. you think about it, 45 I minutes do. is a lot similar to 86 hours. Yeah, I mean, but. It's very similar. Yeah, but you're sitting in place, so it seems yeah, so longer. it's harder. Yes, so it's actually harder than <laughs> You know what? Let me tell you this. My ass is still hurting from yeah. that five hundred. I have not yeah. done it yet, so hopefully oh, by the time this airs, I will I, have done before it. Before we even start, man, I want to say this because you know, again, we're real on this. Blast show, so conversation here. Conversation you don't think Tyler, piece. Be honest. You don't think Tyler's gonna make it, Tyler? Let me tell you something about that. You don't think Tyler's gonna be able let me to tell do you it. something about that five hundred yesterday yeah. on that Echo Bike? Dog. All right, let's hear it. Uh, there were some dark moments. <laughs> not sure if I. He called me. He not goes, sure dude. if I pissed on myself or not. <laughs> hey, there were some moments. The exact quote was, "Dude." There's no way Tyler can be able to do this. No, it, you you're gonna have to train. You you're gonna have to get on that bike. Don't don't just get on that bike the first time and say, okay, I'm gonna get these 500 calories. Uh, you, you you may want to see lead up to this. Yeah, because it's it's going. Hey, to the day's coming. There's, there's an arrogance. Monday's coming, baby. There's an arrogance We're, to me that says I kind of want to do that because oh, I kind of do want to get crushed. Bring the pain. But I also want to see if I can push it. through it. It may not you be know. the fastest time ever, but you're, you can yeah. do it. It's okay. not a physically impossible well, task my by any means. My 10-year-old nephew. Exactly. Now, you're not, not are you 92. doing this as I'm well? Doing, you know what? He's already the he's hometown, like four times. Exactly. The hometown contest was the the two losers had to yeah, do it, but yeah. I'm going to jump in with you guys. Okay. And we're going to make a YouTube video. Yeah. We're actually going to do it here coming up at the end of July. Yeah. I, I don't know. These if I can two do have been it postponing again. it and they're scared. I really, I really don't know if I can go down that road again. All right. Let me ask you You've this. You've done it once. Hey, was it, yeah, I know. Was it, exactly. Once was enough. Was the harder part the lactic acid in your quads or your chest? Uh, Yes. All the above. Goes, yes. All the above. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say All the, the hardest part I, is I'm not the a... physical part of it. It's not. The hardest part is sitting on that bike for that long, and no. doing and going nowhere, no. and doing just doing. Hey, y'all the listen, same. You, li- you listen to music. I mean, we're, yeah. I, I was I was you know, this is how bad it got. It was, was so long. It was so long. That de- uh, what's her name? Uh, Alexa. I had my music playing on Alexa. I was listening. I was listening. Are you still listening? Are you still there? I was listening to Drake. It took so long. She cut off. Oh, and at two, I was at 250 calories and she cut off and I was like, holy, I'm by myself. Now I'm just by myself. Alexa said, Darren, we got stuff to do, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez, that's going to be loud in people's ears. Sorry. Sorry about 
Excuse my friend. He's uh, a little slow. <laughs> I don't know how we got off on that, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> next review. Next review. It's from Hey Now to 11. Hey Now. The subject line is Great Life Story. Now, Tyler, this is awesome. Tiffany Klutz, if you're listening, this one's for you. I've now listened to... Gosh. I, Dude, can people, we just read... You want someone else to read <laughs> Hey, people, check your grammar, because it really throws me off when you don't... When you have typos. Come on, man, right? Typos. <laughs> hey, remind me, remind me to green, uh, bring up t- uh, typos in texting. Be, yeah. We'll talk about that. But I'm, hey, beggars can't I'm be choosers. Kidding. We appreciate the review and the five stars. Yeah. Remember, rate, rate five stars or don't waste your time. Yeah. I've now listened to the pod... <laughs> Jeez, dude. Come on. <laughs> it's hard to read. Hand over the phone. I've now listened the Your Podcast with your wife, Tiffany, twice. It's one of the greatest stories I've ever heard. I've heard in a long time. It wasn't just a football story as much as it was a true love story. Oh, isn't and that special? You and Tiffany are amazing together. Thank you. That's awesome. That is, that's What's a great the, review. That's your mother-in-law. Yeah. <laughs> hey, now, 211. Nice. Well, hey, you know 211. Thank you. Yeah. That's awesome. Thanks, That's Darren, that means a lot. You know 211, don't you? Come on, tell I the don't, truth. I don't. Darren, I think you know this next guy because Tyler and I struck a chord with him apparently. But you don't know him well enough for him to know how to spell your name. So, <laughs> J. Scott Everett. Don't now, this is embarrassing you. if you don't know because he. I think he might know you. Just Jay so Scott. you know who he is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah J. Yeah, Scott. Hey, man. J. F., what's up, man? Hey, what's up, bro? <laughs> Darren Woodson excels in all. If you haven't been listening, then start. Darren has always been a great guy, and the podcast is fantastic. I have met Darren several times over the years, and his insight viewpoints are great. Not just sports-related, but the episodes with Troy Aikman and Michael Irvin are a must-listen. No more bagging on Arizona State from the other two knuckleheads (laughs) on the podcast. (laughs) He must be a Sun Devil. Oh, yeah. Assuming. Assuming he's a Sun Devil. Hey, we do bag on Arizona State, yeah. but let's be real. Like that would be a cool school oh, to go to. Oh, heck give me yeah, Tempe, Arizona. <laughs> what do you mean would be? What do you mean we couldn't I get mean, in there? What do you mean? What do I mean? What do you mean? You people wouldn't be. It would be. Damn right, it was a great school to go to. Yeah, Tempe, Arizona would be pretty fun spot. Yeah, I think. All right. Awesome. So. I was going to bring up this is another random thing before we start talking Hold on. about our topic. Can we oh, let that, okay. Can we let that you review? Look, you put your, can phone, we down, review you put your fed, phone down. Video, the eye in the sky does a lot, and I put my phone still in my hand. Can we let that fester for a second? Great review. Thank uh, you guys you know for what, reviewing. Is, you, you know what? We you, appreciate you. You are a control freak over here. Rate five stars. <laughs> go ahead. Are you done now? I'm done. Are my, we good? My, my time to shine is over. Hey, sir, can I go? <laughs> All right. So texting and grammar. Are you guys texters that are phonetically, punctually yes. correct on your text? I believe, in, no. I believe in performing excellent in everything I do. No. Yeah. Oh, you know damn well I'm not. <laughs> well, it's hard to he's mess it guy, up. He's it's the guy that spells you the letter U. <laughs> yeah, but it's hard to mess it up when it's three words per text from him. Like, yeah. hey, bet. Like, here's hey, how just, he'll spell you good, you, G-E-W-D. Good. You good. Good. <laughs> You good? That, there's nothing. Uh, that, okay, so my wife and I we get we get into it all the time about this because are you are you there's a reason? Oh, perfect, competent. Like, same as I write emails. If I'm writing someone, I'll write their name. I'll do two spaces and then I'll do paragraphs. Right? Like I'll write it like I write an yeah. email. That's You're just right, how holy cow. No, novel guy. You're a big novel guy. I am a longer <laughs> longer winded uh, emailer for sure. But punctuation is there for a reason. Yes. There was the other day that someone uh, she texted 
me something that was very important about something that I had to get home because she doesn't use any punctuation. So if it's 20 lines long, there's not a single period to be found. Oh, it just rolls. That's That's brutal. It It just rolls. I knew she couldn't be perfect. (laughs) And you got upset. (laughs) You got upset. No, because because the lack. Oh yeah, I did. Because we always talk about it. You need to pick and choose your fights. (laughs) I mean, why would you choose that? that? Here's the problem. Is it, is it literally caused such a problem because the punctuation Made it made it a different meaning, or the lack of punctuation made it a different meaning, uh, so yeah, that it, it led yeah. me down a yeah. completely different route. And I'm like, "What are you supposed to?" Be? She goes, "Oh, it's it's this." I was like, "Read it again, read it how it write how it's written." Oh, see, and she's like, "So you try to oh, show?" Oh, yeah. I was yeah. like, "So that's why we." You, put but you try to show out. You're no, I mean, in the end, but in the end, you understood it. In the end, how she? No, I didn't. I didn't because I asked her. I, I said, "Hey, I, I don't know what you're saying." Like. This doesn't make sense. This is contradictory to what we've talked yeah. about. And sure you know what enough, that reminds me of? Have you ever seen the breakup with Vince Vaughn and Jennifer Aniston? <laughs> yes. When he gets it the was, lemons. I, it was actually an When under- he gets the lemons and she's like, why did you get six lemons? And he said, well, my baby wants my baby gets. And she said, well, baby wanted 12 lemons. <laughs> he goes, why would you need 12 lemons? For a 12 lemon centerpiece, of course. Great line. Anyway, go ahead. That's what this reminds me well, of. Let me ask you uh, this. What about texting in a way like... <laughs> I'm not going to throw anybody under the bus, but you know, I, I get the text. It's one text and then it's another text. You know what I mean? It's like, Oh, oh yeah. Question It's Give me one text instead of the bing, bing, well, bing. Cause bing. here's the problem with you is you don't read the multiple texts. You just read the very last one that was sent. Yeah. That's, true. So that's exactly. actually a good point. Just, if you're texting Darren, make sure it's in one message. Cause he won't read all of them. He'll just no. read the last one. Hell no. Yeah. Why would yeah. I want to go through all of, I don't have time. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you did read that email that you shared the other day about a listener that reviewed the show. Yeah, that, oh, was awesome. that was cool. That, that was Jonathan, what was his name? Yeah. John Marshall. Jonathan. Jonathan Marshall. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. What was the last name? Marshall was it last? I don't name? remember. Dude, he's your, he's last your boy. Name. Where's my damn phone? Anyway, wow, where's jo- Anyways, <laughs> point being, point being, is that Jonathan uh, sent a okay? Great so, message. so phonetically, punctually, you got to be, you got to be solid on text. Like, don't be lazy. Uh, next is group texts. What is your oh. guys' opinion of group texts? You know what? Uh, we had to change our group text to podcast. By the way, they still because, come in both. Well, because he doesn't know how to do it. <laughs> no. <laughs> so like here's the story. You'll respond to one and yes. then Darren responds here's the story. <laughs> here's the story. So Darren the other day was flustered because we were about to report a, record a podcast. And you know Darren's schedule. He's super busy. Yeah. And he was flustered. He's like, I can't figure out who we're talking to today. I'm looking through all these text messages. I can't figure this out. <laughs> So he said, we need, a, we need a separate text message group just for the podcast so we don't have all this BS, all you guys joking around. So he's pissed, right? So oh, I I, wasn't pissed. So I make I was a just... podcast group text, yeah. and I use this podcast group. Okay. It's, it's titled Podcast, yeah. and I ask you guys a question about the podcast. This fool responds to, to the, the other... other. <laughs> Did I respond to the other? Yeah. Yes. Because you respond to one, and then you respond to the other, and I was like, one's, no, no, one's I'm Ben, gonna, sorry, one's sorry, ben sorry, and Darren, yeah, and then... Yeah. But then the other it was, it was about Darren. going to your house, and yeah. he's responding in our in the podcast yes. group text about going to your house, which has nothing to do with a podcast. And man, hey, call them. I'm a little older than you Dude, two. Check. Keep your eyes on your own papers. While I got oh Celebrate. Hey, talk about talk about being you know different in age groups and technology. That yeah. leads us into it, well, hold on. 
It, okay, here it, we go. Hold on. Sorry, I forgot to check with Ben if we can move yeah, on. We can't. Never yeah, I just got to say this. Please, go ahead. It's say painful it. teaching Darren how to do it's, it. It hurts me to, to watch him try to type stuff. Would you rather teach your mom or Darren? <laughs> My mom. Really? Yeah. No way. Oh, Come man. on, man. I've hey, really uh, gotten better. Hey, Mama, I've gotten much no, better. No, you have not. Yes, I have. You've, you've delegated things for so long <laughs> in your life, you just don't even put any effort into it. And if you're watching you, on YouTube, by the way, I want to point out people to do this sweet sign hey, in the background. Yeah, like shout out to so DJ. if you're watching this on YouTube, you are, are cool logo. No, no, let's not get off of that. Let's not get off of this. We're getting back on this. Hey, you play to Hey, your here's strengths. how you do it. You drop, you you drop play, a, an insult you, and you run. You play <laughs> to your strengths. That's, That's what a you convenient do. excuse you play to, to not learn things. Now, texting and, and emails are not my strength. Yeah, yeah. You, you wish yeah. there were still rotary phones. <laughs> I do. Honestly, I <laughs> wish do. I still had you the phone. You love having we to dial the phone text. cord and I had to walk around the corner. You oh wish God. we still had to call operators first. Sometimes, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> exactly. uh, operator. Uh, life would be much simpler. That's yeah. for sure. Uh, that is for sure. All right, Tyler. Okay. What do you think? Hey, are we are we good, Ben? Yeah. Can we go? I think now? we got all the house house. What is it? House, house cleaning? House cleaning. Yeah. yeah house cleaning oh, items. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So, uh, you know, we talked about Darren being a little different when it comes to technology and it's not his fault. I mean, when, when you're born in the, um, the century that he was, then <laughs> it's hard, it's hard to adapt. <laughs> it's, hard, it's hard to adapt. But, uh, uh, this is, this is a hot topic and this is a topic that, um, you know, we've been, we've been back and forth on and, and do we, do we bring it up? It's, it's culturally right now uh, at the forefront of our country. Um, and, and there's a lot of division and unfortunately as a country, we have not figured out, um, how to, how to just at the core basis of it, just love our brother. Yeah. And, uh, so we're going to talk about this episode, just embracing differences. Um, you know, Ben, Darren and I come from three very, very different backgrounds and I'm not even talking about from a race perspective, but, um, you know, Ben's parents were, were missionaries, uh, overseas. He grew up, was born in Brazil, raised at an early age and then grew up in West Texas. My parents, um, you know, middle class from, you know, central and Northern California, um, and, and Darren growing up in, in and out of the projects in, uh, in growing Arizona. up on the West side, West side. Yeah. Um, so just very different experiences and, and growing up, you know, in, in central California, it was very different than growing up in Phoenix and it was very different than Abilene, Texas. Right. And so one of the things though, that I think that we've gotten feedback, really good feedback from listeners is that there is a, a diverse opinion between us. Right. Um, and we are not ashamed to talk about things that we're not great at. We're not ashamed to talk about things that we struggle with currently or have struggled. Um, but we're also not ashamed to celebrate the victories that we have. And there's no shame in celebrating the things that you're, you're happy about accomplishing or proud of. Um, but in our country right now, celebrating differences, being able to look at someone that looks different than you, was raised different, um, that thinks different, that believes different, um, and realizing that that is a good thing. Yeah. That is a, yeah. that is a great thing. Just because someone was raised different, um, doesn't mean that they don't get you or they can't love you. Right. It, our country is the way that it is the foundation that it is. Although there are mess ups, just like every human being on the planet has never lived a perfect life except for one person in my, in my opinion, right? Everybody screws up. Our country is screwed up a lot to get to where we're at today. But one of the most beautiful things about our country 
as we are so diverse and we are so different. So today we're just going to talk about embracing differences. We're I don't believe that we are going to get uh, super deep into it. We're not going to get political. We're not going to get that. But I think today we really want to talk about how different we are here and and ways to celebrate it and ways just to love. Because in my opinion, and and, and I want you guys to jump in, right, in this time, in order to overcome a lot of these challenges that we're seeing as a country, there's one answer, and it's love. Love, That's it. That's true. And that's it. Yeah. I mean, God, you hit it, man. Well, it's man. love and empathy, right? Yeah. yeah. It's understanding where people are coming from. Yep. Knowing that you're different and that's okay. Yeah. But there's more than that, man. No, there I mean, is. There's, there's there a always lot is. more. There, it's, yeah. you know, like in today's world, it's just, you know, the ability to, you know, humility comes in listening. And, and, I'll, and I'll give you this. Uh, it, when I was growing up, my mother used to always say there's a difference between intelligence and wisdom. And I could never understand it because I used to, you know, there were smart people uh, that I always thought, well, they're just intelligent people and, you know, they're, they're full of wisdom or whatnot. She says, no, babe, there's, it's, there's a difference. And we just had this conversation again. My mother just about two months ago. And, and especially when things started to happen in, you know, in, uh, in this world, in our, in our country, uh, after the, uh, the George Floyd um, situation. And she said, there's a difference between <clears throat> intelligence and wisdom. And I said, oh, yeah, I know you've told me that before in the past. She says, no, you did, you're not listening to me. And I said, okay, what's intelligence? She said, intelligence is when people are smart. She said, wisdom comes when you feel someone else's pain and you have humility and you truly listen and hear them. That's wisdom. That's when you gain wisdom. And there is so much truth in that. And my mother, again, trust me, has always been a leader in the community and leader in the household, whatnot. But that was a gift that she gave me. Mm-hmm. I mean, a, a, a true gift, like in growing up, because I'm not saying I'm full of wisdom, but I'm feeling, I feel like there's, and, and I think it's in all three of us. And I think this is the reason why we, associate and, and hang out and cut each other and, and do all, cut for each other. We do all these things is because all three of us are willing to listen to our differences. I mean, Arthur, I, I don't know how many conversations Ben and I have had about, you know, the differences that we have of opinion, but he'll take the time and you'll Tyler, you're the same. You'll take the time to say, okay, yeah, I see where you're coming. And then you may come back and it's, and it's my turn to listen to it. I, 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 I always feel like once you put up a wall, you stop. Mm-hmm. Once there's a wall that you put up in front of yourself, you stop growing, you stop listening, you're just done. And then you're, you're, you're stuck in this shell. We have to. I mean, it, it's that time. And I think the one thing that's happening now in, in our world is, there's a lot of pain out there and it's just time for us to just sit back and listen to what's going on. Why, why is it so hard for us to listen? You think, what do you think some of the factors are of, and and I I think it comes down to fear. I think it comes down to people being afraid that, um, what they have been either raised to believe or what they internally believe that they have come to the conclusion in, in that topic is maybe not the absolute truth. And then also, too, I think we're afraid that, I think in our minds, 
for uh, as comfort, we say, hey, look, there's an absolute truth in everything, right? Mm-hmm. There's right or wrong. There's this and there's black or white. There's this or that. When what's true to Darren may be very different than what's true to me. And it may be on the same topic, but it's the truth to that person. Now, I'm not saying, look, there's right or wrong and like, hey, if it's right to you and it's wrong to me, um, then, you know, it, it's different, right? Different right. moral compasses. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, you know, based off of the experiences that you had when you were raised, there's a, a very different truth that you have about, let's say, just police officers, for right. example. It's a different truth than, than I have. Because what I believe to be true in my experiences yep. from the shoes that I walked in are very different. Absolutely. Absolutely. My experience, our experiences are totally different when it comes to police officers. I don't have anything against police officers. Shut up. Right. Oh, I love them. But, you know, growing up, I had different experiences. I think the one thing to your question, I think one of the things is, and it, this goes across the board. I don't care who you are. We're afraid of change. Mm-hmm. I mean, we want to be in our own little comfort uh, comfort zone. We want things to be to go our way. And when things become a little bit disruptive or uncomfortable, we don't like it. And that goes across. I don't care who you are. That's just human nature mm-hmm. to be such. It takes someone special to step outside of that. Yeah. And, and when you hear. Just think about our history. Just think like Martin Luther King, you know, or, or Gandhi or so many of the, the great leaders. I mean, the things that made them special was that they t- stepped out of their comfort zone when people were throwing rocks at them and sticking dogs on them. They stepped out of their comfort zone, not in anger, but in, like we said earlier, but in love. And that's hard to do, dude. I mean, to, to be put in those type of situations and in uncomfortable situations, but then still with throughout all the chaos continue to love, man, that's, that's hard to do. Mm-hmm. And I think on the fear topic too is, you know, yeah, you talk about change, but control. Yeah. Right. Like control, as a yeah. human, I think we want to feel like we're in control. And if we are, are not right, or we have to change, or um, maybe what we've been doing in our comfort zone is not the, the, the right way according to something else like we lose control mm. you know and and I, I that's the fear of loss of control that for me that's that's a struggle right like with my family i feel like okay i need to be in control i need to lead i need to protect and when i feel out of control i mean that's that's a scary mm. thought for us and that's where i as our country we're just riddled with fear i think right now mm. across the board mm-hmm. because everyone feels out of control black white brown it doesn't matter, right? Everyone feels like w- what is going on out of control. There needs to be change, but nobody wants to actually yeah. make that change. How much of a component do y'all think is is involved, or is it of wanting to be right? Oh shit! A Don't large, we all large yes. part of it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Don't we always want to be right? Right. Yeah. I mean, it's like you know, no I, look pun at, intended. I, I look at <laughs> I, I look at this, you know, like in our world today, and it reminds me, uh, and I know it's totally opposite, but. Just think about our marriages. Just think about how many times that your wife or even myself to my wife, either way, is that you, you say that, that like the simplest things, like my wife would tell me, put your phone down and just listen to me. Just hear me. And how many times have you heard that? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, can you just spend some time? I mean, I, I hear that all the time. And I think 
I think that's where our world is now. It's like you have so many voices that just want to just be heard. And there's so many platforms that are out there that everyone has a voice nowadays. Mm-hmm. I remember I, well, back in my day when we were, you know, the rotary phone we were talking about. had to go up, you know, high, you know, go to the school up, you know, up the, the mountain and in, in, in the yeah. snow in Arizona. Yeah. In Phoenix, <laughs> you know. But I think there was, a, there, there was a difference back then because we didn't have so many outlets. Now there's so much outlets and then so many outlets. Everybody has an opinion. Everyone has an agenda. The news has an agenda. I mean, it's like it's just so many voices right now that are out there. It's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard to decipher whose voice is legitimate mm-hmm. and who's not. Who's for good, who's truly for good, and who's not. Right, yeah. Where's you the know? hidden agendas? Where's the, you know, because when I say the truth, people want to be right. You know, you get... We'll talk about police brutality. You get this, the people that are throwing out stats. Yeah. And then you get the other people who it's their, you know, their experiences. Yeah. Yeah. And so we get so caught up in, well, that's not true. That's not factually right. Correct. Right. Mm-hmm. We get so caught up in that. We forget to listen. Like we talked about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We forget that there's things you can't put in a stat book. Right. And it's your personal experiences that dictate and shape your mindset on things. Mm-hmm. Me personally, Never had issue with, you know, never had a bad experience with a police officer. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's easy to look through that lens of, you know, it's not a, it's not a systemic problem or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's just people complaining. It's so, but for you, Darren, it's completely different oh, it's be because different. you had Absolutely. the way you grew up. Yeah. I mean, you had, you went through things that, like I said, can't be, can't be measured through stats. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's. It is what it is. Like, you know, I grew up in, in, in situations where, listen, I mean, and, and I can say it. I can just speak to it. it. I grew up in situations where where a proud community saw fathers get their ad, you know, get beat on the street. I mean, how do you feel like, I mean, do you understand the pain? I mean, people, some people can't understand Mm-hmm. The pain and humiliation that got, that's gone through in the inner cities over over so many years. I mean, years of and this is just my what I've seen. I, I mean, before this, way before me, my, what my mother and my grandfather and everybody experienced was way worse than what I've experienced. But I, I you talk about systematic problems that have just gone through generations and pain, humiliation. And I gave you an example of, uh, I think I gave you an example earlier, Ben, about, you know, watching uh, a father get drug out of his house in a black community and get beat in front of, by police in front of his kids. You don't, you don't, that's not something you forget. Mm -hmm. That's something that as an experience that you just, you know, there's anger, there's fear, there's you know, now you've, you've got this mindset of it's us against them. Mm-hmm. And that's a part of it. And not everyone can relate to that. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you have a community that's saying, this is what's going on. This is what's gone on for years. And we just want to show you. Just listen to us. And then you have an, a, the ear on the other side is saying, you have a lot of them that people that are saying, yes, we're listening. Then you have that other part that's saying, uh it's just, it's not our experience. It's like COVID. If COVID doesn't affect you mm-hmm. in your neighborhood, in your area, you don't care. You just don't listen to it. Yeah, so 
here's here's a, a an advocate like other side of the story and again this is this is all out of love because i want to listen right i want to this is a a conversation provoking question is of these of these issues and we'll, we'll stay on the police side um how much how much of that do you think from the police officer side is ingrained in them from seeing certain things yes right yeah and being trained a certain way not not trained like specifically from the but i'm saying like hey this is ingrained in us and it, and i'll say it's a it's a stereotype right because hey this is maybe what i've seen over and over but then now there's the victim of the father that gets pulled out of the house yeah. and he has not done anything wrong and he gets beat i mean how much of it do you think is is that do, i I, and I don't know how to frame it. I'm trying to. I'm trying to say it the right way. You know, I can tell you what. You know what my, I mean? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But let, yeah. I can tell. I can let me give you an example of of my. You know, the way I grew up. So it was always, you know, the popo we used to call them, mm-hmm. and it was okay. There was a negative aspect of the police and how you had to deal with them. How my mother and my father who was in my life off and on would tell me, Hey, when you get pulled over, if you get pulled over, you put your hands out, uh, outside the window, do these little things. Yes, sir. No, sir. Make sure you look them in the eyes. They tell you to take a knee. Your, your ass takes a knee. You do, you know, you step by step by step. Right. Because you always have to deal with certain situations. You just never knew. Like as a black man, I walk out of my house. It's a different mentality. As a white person, you probably walk out of your house and it's a totally different you know, <laughs> you know, it's a yeah, I get pulled over. I get pulled over. Hey, I'm reaching over the glove compartment, pulling out my insurance. Yeah. Like no worries yeah. in the world. Hell no. My hands are out the window. Yeah. Like immediately. Okay. Yeah. So, but the mindset was, so I grew up with this mindset and then it wasn't until I went to college and I went on a drive. I had a, a friend of mine who, you know, back in college, they had these drives. You can go with a police officer yeah. and, and ride around. Right. And it wasn't until then and it, it, it took me a year because they kept on saying, you need to go on these rides and have buddies who were going on these rides, black friends who were going on these rides. And I was like, hell no, I'm not, mm-hmm. not going to be seen with the popo mm-hmm. in the car. Are you crazy? And then I went on a ride. And then I was like, oh, holy shit. Like, the things they got to deal with, mm-hmm. the fear that they have in their heart when they approach a car, you know, they have kids. They have families. They have things that, you know, they're, they're trying to survive the day, too. And depending on the areas that they live in, they're getting shot at. And, you know, there's so much that's there. So you start to see both sides. And I think what's really helped me is the fact that I've had those experiences, mm-hmm. that I've seen it from one side, but then I've also seen it on the other mm-hmm. side as well. And there's fear it's on the walking, both sides. It's the walking a mile in another man's shoes. In another man's shoes, man. So I, I look... I don't, I don't know how we resolve the problems. You know, I hope there's, there's a middle ground that we can come to, but I definitely understand both sides. Mm-hmm. What, are, what are some things that, that could be done? Let's say you're, for whatever reason, you're put in charge. What are some things, where do you start? Yeah, we can't maybe solve the whole problem today, but where do you even begin? Uh, I would say we got to, you got to unite. You got to come listen in, 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 in the black community, there has to be, look, we can go through all kinds of things as far as the police department. But I, I can remember being in a community in California and watching them, watching police officers. I can't remember what city it was in, but watching police officers play basketball in the community with 
uh, or being involved with, within the mm-hmm. community. Mm-hmm. And it starts at a, at a young age. You can't, I mean, it, it's trust. Can, it's trust. On They're, both sides. On both sides. Yeah. So you, the, the police officer, they have to be involved and ingrained in the community. Yeah. And, and understand that they, they have to build that trust and, and vice versa. And vice versa, because in, in the inner city community, we have to start managing ourselves. And, and I think a lot of that comes in through, you know, I, you guys know how I feel about things. And I don't want to get off the police subject at all, but I am huge on education. Yeah. In the inner city. I mean, just I, 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 I firmly believe that's where it begins. Well, and here's and here's a, a, a fact a fact is in the inner city, when property values are much less than other areas of the city, schools are funded much less because that's what funds the education mm-hmm. system, right? So when a school is less funded, that is worse teachers yep. overall. And I'm not saying because there are people that have unbelievable hearts that like, hey, my, my goal is to go serve and give you know inner city kids that don't normally have the opportunity an education. Not saying... For the most part, they're under underfunded. They don't have the after-school activities that the other schools may have. They don't have any of the other extracurricular uh, activities, so whether sports, choir, drama, all of those, right, that really pour into a kid in development, let him find his passion. <clears throat> so education, I agree with you. That is, that is, there is no doubt that certain communities in our country, and I'm not saying this is, but areas, and that could be, in Alabama, it can be in Queens, New York, it could be in South Central LA, it doesn't matter, but that are not funded. So education is different oh, yes. Absolutely. than it is in Frisco, Texas, yes. or is in Clovis, California. Well, I think the one thing that we really have to understand as a country, and you cannot put a wall up in front of this, is the fact that this is not a level playing field. It, it, there is not. I've heard an argument that this is a free country and this is America and everybody is, you know, equal. And that. No, 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 no. Because systemically in the schools that, that I grew up in, that education is not the same as Highland Park or in Frisco or whatnot. There is not a level playing field. Nor is it uh, is healthcare, uh, which is huge in the black community. Just, you just don't go to the doctor. Yeah. Nutrition. Uh, nutrition. I mean, there's food deserts. You don't find, you find a 7-Eleven, you find a convenience store, but you don't find the Kroger's. And uh, you know what I mean? There's just mm-hmm. so much that, mm-hmm. that, that goes into a healthy lifestyle mm-hmm. that that was never there for me when I was a kid. I mean, your ass had to drive to go to the Kroger mm-hmm. or catch the bus. What do you say to those uh, individuals that are being raised? Like, Parents are working their tail off best that they can, best that they know how with maybe the resources, education they have. But what do you say to those kids? Because here's the counter argument. It's like, okay, well, if you're motivated and you want to get out of there, work harder. Mm-hmm. You know, like it is a free country. Do that. What is, what is your, <laughs> right and, 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 yeah, I've heard that. I know, I know. So again, playing devil's advocate here is what do you say, you know, because like yourself, I mean, someone that, that was able to overcome the circumstances that so many succumb to, Mm -hmm. right? But then you rose above it. And then there's, I mean, there's thousands and millions of stories of individuals overcoming those, the circumstances that were raised in. But let's just say, let's just, example, you were, you had an athletic ability. Yes. That early on you harnessed and you worked really hard at getting better at. But what about those kids that don't have that? Mm. Yeah. And that's the problem. And that's that's the ones that are that are a lot of them are talented. Like we had Daryl Smith on 
mm-hmm. on one of the podcasts and his, his father was, uh, you know, early on was, you know, actually hurt in, in a violent, you know, had a violent injury with the, to a gunshot, I guess, uh, to, to him, but his mother pretty much raised him and she sent him outside of the community to a basically an all white school to get a, a good education. Yeah. Right. So there are a lot of people, man, and I grew up with a ton of smart kids, man, just, you know, tremendously smart. But because they couldn't dribble the ball, because they couldn't tackle a kid, because they couldn't, you know, hit a fastball mm-hmm. or whatnot, there were no opportunities. And because they went to Inglewood High School. Yes. Right? The, the USC's, the UCLA's, like, they may not, Look at that and weight that the same as going to a prestigious yeah. school, yeah. some high school somewhere else. Yeah, modern day or, and, yeah. And that's just it, man. It's just the lack of opportunities because I always, I, I firmly believe if it's a level playing field, then you see growth. How do you make it level? I don't know, man. That's the big question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I mean, I wish I had that answer. I just wish that people would start listening in, in, in big businesses. I know you're starting to see one thing you're starting to see now is awareness. Mm-hmm. People are becoming aware to, to circumstances, which is great, but it also takes that inner city community where you're black or Brown or whatnot. It takes a self of, um, of self to, to overcome some of those hurdles. You can't just, con- we can't just receive, you got to mm-hmm. continue to push within those communities to poor education. You got to, you know, continue to, to get your kids, to discipline your kids. Fathers need to be fathers. You know, mothers need to be mothers and, and, and not have someone else raise your kids. There's so many things that, you know, I can go on and on and yeah. on, man, but I've never, I've always felt one thing I've always felt like is this, I will not be a victim. I just won't be a victim. Mm-hmm. So what do you I, say to that kid? That's like, man, I haven't had any chances. You know, everything's been Find your chances. Me. I mean, ain't nobody going to give you shit. The people aren't going to give you anything. Uh-huh. I mean, I do it every day with C5 Texas yeah. here. It, you know, I, you know, I have kids, talk to kids that are black, brown, uh, whatever. And, and it's the same thing. It's the same conversation. If you want change, you have to figure it out. Mm-hmm. You have to work your ass off. I know the opportunities aren't there. Now, like, again, yeah. Yeah. conversation with my mother. I have to work 100 times harder than the other kid. I have to work that much harder. But, and that's the perception. And that's, that's the mentality I have to have. Is it fair? Hell no, it's not fair. But I can't sit back because I'm not getting these opportunities. Yeah. I got to press even harder. Two things, two things. So we had Michael Irvin on the show. If you haven't listened to that episode, go back. It's phenomenal. Go back and listen to that. But he talked about a tutor. Yeah. Early on in his life, he was catching gave him hope, gave him purpose. Mm-hmm. Said you could be special. You could be special. The idea... What it's, to me, a great step, and I'm not saying it's going to fix it, a great step is the individuals that have, have overcome odds, mm-hmm. have worked really hard, become successful. Doesn't matter if you're Darren Woodson, you're Troy Aikman, you're Jordan Spieth, you're, it doesn't matter. If, if you're uh, Sharon Morrison, it, it doesn't matter who you are. If you've done something, it's going into those communities – that are discouraged because mm-hmm. of where they're at in their circumstances and encouraging. It's, it's that the power of hope to me yeah. is so powerful. If you could go in and instill that because the kids you work with at C5, if they didn't hear Darren Woodson come over and say, Hey, 
look, it's not fair. It's not going to be easy, but it'll be worth it. Right. Work your ass off. That is what, I mean, talk about 10 kids. I don't know how many kids you're working with, but if 10 kids out of that group, right? if those kids make a shift and it clicks in their head, because it's not going to click with everybody. Look, and that's the reality, right? Like I grew up with kids in a very affluent area in Clovis, California that have been in jail for the last 20 years, mm-hmm. right? You're not, you're not exclusive right. to making wrong decisions if you come from a bad area. That's not the case. But what I'm saying is if you go in and you shift those 10 minds and they say, hey, I actually can do this. Right. I'm encouraged because someone believed that I can do it. And they also encouraged me to know that what's in front of me is going to be hard, but I'm prepared to do that. Now, what what impact can those 10 kids make? Yeah. Think about how many people, each one of those 10 kids, and then what those people, you know what I mean? And so it's people discount, and we go back to love, right? Going in and just loving on communities. Yeah. yeah. We, we may look different. We may come from different backgrounds. We may look the same. We may have come from the same same neighborhood. Yeah. But coming in and encouraging and loving because, again, nobody's perfect. Not every parent is perfect. Some moms, single moms have to work three jobs and their kid comes home and they have to entertain themselves, do their own homework, do all that because the mom has to work to keep the lights on. Yeah, true. Everybody's circumstance is different, but if someone pours into them, I mean, it can make all the yeah, difference. Yeah, you're right. It's yeah. like what you were talking about earlier, Darren. It's, it's getting uncomfortable. You know, it's so easy to stick to our little, our little groups. You know, you, you're, you're drawn to people that are like you. Right. And it's much easier to stick to that that group than it is to get outside of that and go into areas that are different from yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's going to take some elbow grease. You got to get outside and get uncomfortable. Yeah. You got to get in, in there. It, you know, just throwing money at this situation probably isn't enough. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's physically, like you're talking about, Tyler, it's going in there and, and giving these kids hope. And that's where you're going to get it, right, yeah. is, is the middle school, high school age yeah. kids, and even younger. Probably. Younger than that. Younger even than that. Elementary them younger, school. man. That's why C5 is so awesome because yeah. you're getting them young and you're sticking with. Yeah. Anybody can go and volunteer one weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's right. who's going to stick it out for the yeah, long haul. You know what? I, and, I, and I'll be honest, man. I have so much guilt in my heart because I don't feel like I've done enough. I know I haven't. You know? Yeah. I just, I mean. But even, I mean, just thinking about where I come from, I still don't feel like I've done enough. Like there's so much time, so many times I wake up in the morning and I feel so guilty for my own success, mm-hmm. which I don't know. People no, that's say not, don't. That's not right. Yeah. yeah and, and, and maybe but, I shouldn't. I'm not but, saying it's not real, but you shouldn't. Yeah. But at the same time, man, I just see a pain in the community that, you know, and you just said it, you know, hope brings about a a, a totally different response. If you can just provide hope and you can just pour love into these young kids who just don't have an opportunity, who've never left, you know, their side of the world, have never been to downtown, have never been walking to an office building, have never gotten on an airplane. I mean, there's just so many experiences. And I think that's where growth comes in is when you can go through these young kids can go through experiences in their lives and it can, they continue to see things. They start to see the world. That's when they continue to grow. And that's, Mm -hmm. you know, for me, man, I just think that there's, you know, there's so many people in this world that, you know, black, white, you know, whatever color you are that can bring about hope. You don't have to be a black man to go into the inner city to, to, to change. I mean, you could be anyone, that could, you know, pour into people. And it doesn't have to be about just money. Just pouring into people mm-hmm. with experiences would mean so much. And here's the other thing, too, is you don't have to go 
to start, you don't have to go into another neighborhood. Start in your house. Start having conversations with your kids at a young age yeah, yeah. to make sure that they're aware. That's one thing that, that I love about my wife uh, is she's not afraid to have tough conversations. Now, funny, this is I know kind of a serious subject, but like she started talking to my daughter at three years old about girl parts and mm. what happens and like the actual, like I came home one day and my three-year-old's talking about a vagina and uterus. And I'm like, mm. what? Right. But she's like, I would much rather them hear the truth in the, in the right terms than hearing it at Absolutely. school from someone else. Yeah. So what I'm saying <laughs> is have these conversations about loving everyone. Mm -hmm. Don't, don't dance around it. Don't say, hey, we're, you know, everybody's the same and this. And like, let's have these honest conversations. And it, there's nothing wrong. We've had the conversation with our kids about yeah. what's going on in our country right now. And hey, this is what's wrong. This is, this is what, you know, these people are fighting about, or this is why people are marching, or these are, and, and you have those conversations because if they're not even aware of it. Yeah. Like that's a, that's, that's a problem because that's what our country, like, I think my parents' generation is very much like, hey, we're just not going to talk about it. Like, right. we're just going to act like it doesn't happen. Right, yeah. Which has just allowed, allowed things to, to creep fester, in yeah, and yeah, fester yeah. over a long time. Just have those conversations. Yeah. I mean, and that's, and that's where you can start. Which, and imagine mm -hmm. if a little white girl and a little black boy, they are best friends at school. Yeah. Right? And imagine what the perception of both of those are now because they get to embrace the difference and love their brother or sister. Right. And now their, their trajectory is very different. Right. So true, man. Yeah. Awareness is everything. Mm. You need to be aware of, of the problem or the situation so that you can, like we're talking about, attack it head on and not mm. just live in your bubble mm. and be blind to it. Mm. And, you know, you were saying earlier, Darren, about the perception of cops where you grew up. Now you had personal experiences, but before, even before you had personal experiences, the perception was is that the cops were bad. Bad, right, right, True. right. And so, and you had never no experience, but that's what you that's what you believed in because right. that was what you were told. Same thing for until good. You, until you saw and experienced something, the opposite right, side, right. Yeah. And that's the same thing with good. We we can experience the good things of, of our differences, and that's going to open up your eyes to realize, hey, we're not that much different, that different after all. Yeah, but not man. I mean, again, I mean, my you know, friends, black, white, or indifferent. All my friends that I have, man, the one thing that I do appreciate them. First of all, all my my friends, and as you hear on this show, we kill each other. <laughs> yeah, like you will never. You do something wrong, your ass is getting it right, yeah. and that's the way. I mean, we're, we're all the same, man. We're, we're, we're there's all a the beauty, same. There's a beauty there's, in that honesty. There though. is, man. And that's the thing right. that the dialogue that we're able to have uh, outside the show, on the show, this is no different than the conversations that we, you and I and all three of us have had. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've had these conversations off the show. And I appreciate it because you guys will sit and go, okay, tell me how you feel. And then I pour into you. And you're like, okay. And then you may have something to come back and say this and that. But man, that's, that's what dialogue's all about. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's not, it's when, it's when we put up these walls and say, no, you're wrong. 
Yeah. I don't want to hear no more. Yeah. That's when it, that's right. communication kicks, you, kicks starts and then you get anger. Yeah, yeah. You just, you just completely shut off exactly, any yeah. other opinion, any other point of view. That's why the locker room and, and team sports are so, oh, so good for yeah. kids, man. Yeah. You're, you're with a group of people. Let's, let's take football, our experience. Yeah. We were in the locker room with 60 other guys from completely different backgrounds, all yeah. different skin colors. And, but we all had a common goal, yeah. right. which was to win a championship yeah. or whatever that, that team's goals were. Yeah. And so you learned to work daily with the person that had it. Now, did you have arguments and disagreements? Hell yeah, you did. Absolutely, yeah. you had disagreements. Yeah. But you learned that, that this is my brother. I'm going to do anything for him yeah. because we have a common goal. Right. And why we're going as after a country, the same thing. Why can't as a country we strive to be like that, to yeah. be like the See, locker room? Yeah. I, do y'all think? I mean, with walk around, but with, hey, with more towels, yeah, <laughs> more towels. walk around, meat watching. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> That's another thing about media is you you get the polarizing sides. Yeah, yeah. you you get the extreme on one end yeah. and you get the extreme on the other. How do y'all? Am I naive to think that the majority of people probably think the way that we do? And there's an extreme on one end and an extreme Absolutely. on the other that are louder. Yes. That are louder. Yes. Or do y'all do y'all legitimately think that it, everybody thinks the way the media portrays it? No. No. Uh-uh. No. I think there's an overwhelming majority of people that think the way that we do. It's just they don't have the voice. It's not as quote unquote sexy to, to that doesn't yeah. get headlines. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a, a neutral, okay. mediocre, well thought out stance doesn't get any headlines. Yeah, that's right. and Darren, let me let me ask you this. Okay. So there's the that so the social media age right with media is louder faster right mm-hmm. you know, whoever gets it out first and whoever says mm-hmm. it the loudest right gets the most clicks and it, and it's but okay so here's here's where I and there's a there's a circumstance with someone that, that we're close with that um you know she is uh, she is not white but she's not black but she had she got a lot of pressure a lot of pressure to take a stance against the white side right mm-hmm. and, and i'm just saying that right here right and she felt i mean awful because she's like I, it's it's not going to make a difference if i make a post mm-hmm. getting angry or making this or saying what you say and that doesn't mean that i love anybody less if i don't post something on social media so mm-hmm. there's this idea mm-hmm. of silence that we're speaking against right mm-hmm. that it, you can't be silent right in, in whatever it is right like mm-hmm. but there's also there's also, I think, this overcorrection of, well, if you don't go on this march or you don't mm-hmm. post something mm-hmm. or you don't do this, then you're racist and you agree with it. Right. right. What is yeah. your stance look, on man, that? I, I look, in the end, you got to do you. You you really do. I mean, you got to look within yourself to see, am I doing what's right? Right. right? And, that, and that's how I look at it. I know what I do. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly, my wife and I have had this conversation not too long ago because, because of what the question you yeah. just asked. But I know what I provide. And, people, and it wasn't, I wasn't talking about you, by the way, just yeah. <laughs> to be clear. It was literally somebody else. It was yeah. actually a wife of, of a player. Yeah, but you know what? You know what you do within, like, if you, like, again, I've already said, I feel guilt that I don't do as much as I, you know, as much as I probably could do. But I also know how much time and how much I donate and how much I give. Mm-hmm. I mean, and give. And no one else knows that. No one knows, else knows it. You guys don't know what I do. Uh, the people that are probably, you know, the critics, they don't know what I do. Only you know how much you give back right. or get involved. And that's where it starts, man. You cannot be listening to all these damn voices that are out there to say, hey, dude, you need to be doing this. You need to be doing That's not real. That's not who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, be who you are 
and give because it's it's a part of, of of your being, man. Just don't get involved in all the voices that are out there, man. It's yeah. got to come from from your heart. And I know this one thing. I'll say this about my family. My mother beat the streets, like beat the streets for for civil rights. She gave everything she had to anyone. She, I mean, her last dollar she would give, and she was the same reason why I'm involved with all the, the, the foundations and the charities that I'm involved with is because she always say, you're not going to take this to heaven with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's not just about money. Give everything you have and pour into as many people as you can, because I want your funeral to be uh, thousands of people that are showing up because they know you did something, you touch people. And that's the truth, man. I mean, it's just, you know, it, it's within you. If whatever it is, don't listen to the voices. If it's in, within you to say, I want to accomplish this or give back, then you do whatever it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, the, it's the cliche in football. It's do your job. Do your job. Yeah. Focus on yourself and yeah. do your job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And embracing differences and just understanding that we are all different. We come from different backgrounds, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We can learn from each other. There's great things about every single person. Mm-hmm. Find that good thing. But be aware be aware of being um, complacent too. Yeah. Right. Sure. Like, because I think a lot of times it's like, well, I'm good. Like, I, I feel like I'm good. Like, I'm not going to ignore because, because we talk about different, different truths, right? What's true to somebody. Here's the, here's the reality. A very large population of our brothers and sisters feel like there is a big issue. Yeah. So there's some truth to it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So don't ignore that. Yeah. I'm not saying ignore that, but also, do you, but also don't be complacent and just say, wow, somebody else is going to do it. Don't let somebody else be the answer or be a part of the solution. Like, step up too, right? Like you said, get uncomfortable. Be uncomfortable, man. Be uncomfortable. That's growth. Yeah. That's and I just, and you know, to wrap, wrap up, I think, with embracing differences is what I've learned from Darren and what I've learned from teammates, what I've learned from... Um, coworkers, what I've learned from people that, again, may not look that different from me or they look very different from me, right? They are invaluable to who I am today, how I am as a husband, how I am as a father. I mean, the things that I've learned from these people. So had I not at least opened up or embraced differences, man, do you know how, do you know how one-sided, one-dimensional we would be? Yes. If you did not open up and just, hey, I want to embrace the situation that you feel like you're going in. I want to listen mm-hmm. and I want to understand that. Yeah. Because you will become a better person and be able to serve better, love better, live better if you actually embrace those differences and are not one dimensional. And I think with this COVID deal, I think we're seeing that, right? When you're quarantined and you're in, in your bubble, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, I'm going to be honest, I, I became boring. It's like, okay, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's, there's, there's not much difference. There's not much edge. There's not much like color and without lack of better term mm-hmm. to like who I am as a person. Um, and, and I just, man, embrace those, yeah. embrace the fact that you can learn and love so, so much better by, by having these conversations and listening. Yeah. Yeah. So agree, brother. It's our two cents. It's our two cents on embracing differences, man. I love you guys. Uh, Ben, a little bit less. I, I feel you on that. But <laughs> I have zero love for you, too. <laughs> you. 
The thing is, guys, is, is Ben's looking across this table and he's serious. Like I, I kind of said it as a joke. Yeah. Like there's no, a I'm scathing look coming yeah. across the table. You know, this right is, now. This is probably the most serious conversation <laughs> we've ever had on the on the show because we had these conversations off the yeah. you know, off the show all the time. But you know, again, I, I just want anyone and everyone that's listening uh, to the to the show today is just look. This is who we are. This is who we are. I mean, we have these conversations. We go at each other, and in the end, it's just like family. You know, we come back together and, and that's what, you know, you know, socially and the social issues that are that are going out there. Just listen, just just have an open ear to, to what's going on and uh, be a difference. Make a difference. Right on.